It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Well, I'll tell you what, Rich, time, I don't think time moves any faster. I just think it moves faster. It's harder to keep up. Because I'm getting older and slower, I guess. But it, it sure seems to be moving very, very fast because Christmas is upon us very, very soon, isn't it? It is. It is. You know what? Uh, time, time keeps moving, but it's just harder and harder to keep up. Today, our guest uh, is going to be a special treat to our entire audience, and certainly we are going to enjoy it very, very much. Dr. Alveda King. Dr. Alveda King is the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King and the daughter of his brother, um, Dr. A.D. King. A.D. King. And so anyway, uh, Dr. Alveda King, welcome to The Complete Story. Well, wonderful, Dick, and all the listeners, everybody, and Merry, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Isn't that the truth? Because he is the reason for the season. Let's start out. Let's start out now, because I want to talk to you about everything. 2017 is upon us, and uh, is there hope? And a rise in the feeling of the people. Um, and, of course, right now our trust is in God. I know I've heard you say that over and over and over again. But uh, tell us just a little bit about what's on your heart. Then I want to talk about your book. But tell us a little bit about what's on your heart right now at this time. Well, I've been listening to people, especially since the election is now behind us. And right at the end of the elections of 2016, people were moving out of each other's space, husbands and wives sleeping in separate rooms and all that. And I say, wait a minute, guys, Thanksgiving is coming, Christmas is coming. We need to rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. We need to celebrate the gift of Jesus Christ, and we're not going to be able to do it if we're angry. And so I begin to turn my attention towards healing. And so if you've been disappointed, listeners, in 2016 for any reason, not just Some were happy about the election, some were disappointed, some people were sick, you may have lost loved ones. There are many, many things that have happened throughout the year, but please do not be without hope. If anyone is listening and you're saying, well, Christmas is not going to be good for me because I lost this or I don't have that, you have a special gift, and it's not just a saying. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, so that whosoever believes this truth will not perish but have everlasting life. So there is someone who's bigger than Dick or me or any human who really, really loves you. And there is the great hope. That's even the hope for America, not that a human being will save this nation, but that God will love us enough to bless us in 2017. Now that is where your hope should be. That's where my hope is. Dick just said it. We're not dependent on a human being. We're trusting the Lord. No, and then, you know, God being in charge, God does use human beings, uh, you know, to perfect his work, whether or not they themselves are Christians. The Bible is filled with that, isn't it? It, it? You know, he will change any heart. God is God, and that's what's so wonderful about it. And so you can be assured that you don't have to rely on that human effort. God will use human beings, and in the Bible it said God used a donkey, you mm-hmm. know, and the donkey turned around and talked to his master and says, why are you pushing me? Don't you see what's ahead of us? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And and that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and his rivers of water, he turns it whithersoever he will. Absolutely. Tell me, tell me uh, just a minute, I want our audience also to catch your heart. 
where it pertains to the most innocent among us, the life of a human being uh, yet unborn, uh, because at Christmas time, that's something we all should think about. And we shouldn't think about it just in an emotional way because of Christmas and the birth of the Christ child, etc., etc., etc. But first of all, is it true? And should we care? Give us just a little bit of thought out of your own heart. Well, the Christmas truth, it's not even a story, it's the truth, is verified not only in the Bible, but there are historians that were alive at that time and their records are still here. Josephus is one that comes to mind. But there was a miraculous birth, and uh, the mother was reportedly a virgin. She had an unexpected pregnancy. Mm -hmm. This is Mary, the mother of Jesus. And it was a very tricky situation for her because she was betrothed, but the wedding ceremony had not taken place. And her husband could have easily said, oh, no, uh-uh, because I, I, I didn't buy into this, and that's not my baby. But he didn't. They both obeyed God. God sent the message of the angels to speak to them, and they realized that something very unusual had been given to them. And it was going to be a little baby, but then Jesus did grow up and live and minister in the earth. He was crucified for the sins of humanity, went to hell and defeated Satan. That's not something we know all the time, but he went there and he turned hell out. He beat up the demons and the devil, and then he rose again, and he's our high priest, and the Holy Spirit is still with us now. So all of that is very true. It was a miraculous birth. And Jesus, it's not, it's not a fairy tale. It's not a, not a fable. So we have a lot of little cute things at Christmas time, reindeer and all of that. But this is a truth, and this truth is still alive for us today. Well, you know, it's even spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-M-A-S. Christ. You know, and, and when I see when I see people in school districts all over the country and even here in Kansas City, the Shawnee Mission School District, trying to deny... Uh, trying to deny that this is Christmas. Mary Xmas. I, I was like, X. No, 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 no. Christ belongs here. Yeah. Or, or winter holiday. Mm. Or winter holiday or anything like that. Holidays. I said, well, you know, I can understand and regard maybe why you're politically correct in trying to say that, but Merry Christmas. And I'm not going to argue with you about Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or anything, but I'm not going to deny Jesus Christ. I won't do it. Now, if we read the Bible and believe the Bible, John was foretelling the birth of Christ because it really started with his conception. That's why the pro-life message is so important for people. Maybe maybe this will be the beginning because of Christmas, the conception of Christ and the birth of Christ. Maybe people will arrive at the truth and understand why there, there, are, those, there are those of us who feel every child has a life that 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 absolutely for which Christ died well, and is and is not to be thrown away or treated cheaply. Dick, this is exactly the time I need to sing this little bit of a song, and it's a part of a beautiful song, "Oh Holy Night," but it's for everybody, and and it, this is just a part of it. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother. His word is truth, and his gospel is peace. Christ is the Lord, oh, praise his name forever. 
divine. That's from a song, Oh Holy Night. Yes. And uh, if the listeners haven't heard all this, I know they can come right to the page mm. and buy radio or uh, I know it. Uh, now, listen, folks, uh, I want to tell our, our listening audience, uh, we're visiting with Dr. Alveda King, and she is in New York City right now. As we're talking here, we are in the Midwest at Bot Radio Network headquarters. But this is so wonderful. This is so beautiful. Now, you always referred to your grandfather as Daddy King, I think, didn't you? Granddaddy or Daddy King. And right. by the way, when he says I'm in New York, I'm at Priest for Life headquarters. And my website here at Priest for Life is Civil Rights, with an S, for the unborn. And the reason we do that is my own King family legacy. Martin Luther King Sr., my granddaddy Dick, was married to my grandmother, Alberta Williams King. Her grandfather was a slave preacher. And granddaddy's grandfather was a, a, a Caucasian man from Ireland, a native Nathan Branham King. And so the Williams and the King connection brought us not only Martin Luther King Jr., my uncle, but my daddy, Reverend A.D. King, my Aunt Christine, King Ferris, and there are several, seven generations of us that we are very familiar with. And we talked about that. I did a holiday special uh, honoring Thanksgiving, giving thanks to God, Christmas, and moving into the new year. And so uh, you can find that Evangelist Alveda King King Family Legacy Holiday, and it's out on Vimeo, YouTube, and places like that. And Dick, really, you could post the the, the uh, trailer on your site or the whole thing. It's okay with me. So um, that King Family Legacy of loving and serving God, the love of God, and serving each other in the love of God. That's a seven generation legacy that uh, gave us the background. But Martin Luther King Jr., my uncle. I tell you what, now Rich is in the studio with me, and he's the president of the network, and I think we ought to make an executive decision right here. Rich, and, can you do it? Can you do oh, it? Oh, we can. I was just <laughs> writing that down, and uh, we will get that information and post it on our website. And if that's a, such a, a form, we'll, we'll, we'll broadcast it over the air and uh, share that with our listeners. That's a wonderful legacy. That's a powerful story. You know, Dr. Alveda, I was just in St. Louis two weeks ago for the, the Dred Scott uh, Heritage Foundation. They had a reconciliation uh, a conference, and uh, the descendants of the various families, it was just powerful. That with Lynn, and she's a direct descendant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what? And they had... Uh, they had descendants of the of the slave owner, uh, Mr. Blow, and they had the the, the descendants of the uh, the chief justice that uh, wrote the disastrous of the Dred Supreme Scott Court. decision. Was his name Taney? Tawny, and uh, and and so many other. And they had uh, the six times great grandson of Thomas Jefferson and right. Sally Hemings, and right. and they were all. What a wonderful and the cousins, and the, and one is a Caucasian, and one is. African-American, but when they're the same height, mm. same square chin, uh -huh. when they put their hands together, their little fingers bend in exactly the same place. Mm. Isn't that wonderful? But it was just so special to be there. One of the mm. things, and, and when you had this song, The Slave is Our Brother, one of the things that, that I heard there was, you know, terminology is so important. As we're talking about a group of people, uh, don't call them slaves, but call them the enslaved. Right. And I thought that's a very important distinction because we don't want to diminish the humanity of those people that were enslaved. Enslaved. You know, your dad introduced me. We were talking about Acts 17:26, which my dad, Reverend A.D. King, loved. My granddaddy, Daddy King, Uncle M.L., Acts 17:26 of one blood 
God made all people to live together on the same earth, yeah. on the face of the earth. One race, one, one blood. One race, one blood, one human race. Yeah. And if we can actually finally understand that, then we will know we were designed to be brothers and sisters and to love each other and to serve the Lord. And, and you know, as, as, as um, Satan is so slick, uh, and when he divides people, uh, who are the Lord's children? Where the Lord's children, and they do not recognize one race, one blood, and we are His children. Absolutely, um, it has caused unbelievable, unbelievable turmoil. That's the work of the devil, for sure. But now tell me, because your your granddaddy then, anytime you've mentioned him, he has a powerful presence in your family, and then his two boys, Martin Luther King Jr. And your daddy, H.D. A.D., Alfred Daniel Williams. Yeah, tell me about your own Christmases as a child. Tell, tell me what you remember as a child in your family. Well, if you download or put up, post our video and play the audio, you'll see pictures of the King family. And two of the photographs are, I think it was 63 and 64. Uh, every Thanksgiving. We would all come to each other's homes. We did it at Christmas as well, and in the summertime. And, and was that in Atlanta? It was in Atlanta, Georgia, and we always would come together, and we would love and serve each other and serve God and sing hymns and anthems, have great food. Now, we mm -hmm. always did that. <laughs> <laughs> but that tell, well, tell me this. Did you have any sweet potato pie? Every time. I make a pretty good sweet potato pie. Myself. And turkey. I really do now. <laughs> So, Isn't that wonderful? It is. So we were always together. We did that this year, and that's the uh, special. You will see some of our traditions and recipes give, and customs. Give us that website again. Okay. Well, I'm at Civil Rights for the Unborn, and I'll make sure that it, that video is right there prominently shown for you, right there, Civil Rights for the Unborn. For the Unborn. Dot, is that like a dot .com? Dot .com. CivilRightsForTheUnborn.com Yes. Tell me this. At what point in your life did you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior in a very personal way? 1983, Dick. I had, been, I had grown up in the church and knew the scriptures and the songs and knew how to act religiously correct. But I gave my life to Jesus and said, whatever it takes, I'm all in. Yeah. I did that in 1983. A lady witnessed to me on my job. It wasn't even at church. But she began to tell me, using the scripture, carrying me on a scriptural journey about John 3.16 and how much God genuinely loved me. In Romans 10.9, if I believed in my heart and confessed with my mouth that God raised Jesus from the dead, I'd be saved, me and my household. I believed all of that, and I devoted the rest of my life from 1983 uh, to this day, and as I move forward, I belong to God. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I want to talk about your book in just a few moments, but have you ever heard that little song? It's very quick, The Christmas Scale on the piano. Have you ever heard that? No, I haven't. Oh, listen, I want to pause for a minute. You are going to listen to it, and, and all of our listeners, and, and you are going to understand exactly what it means because we can get all caught up in Christmas. We can get all caught up in music. We can get all caught up in all kinds of things. But if you don't do two things, you got to do it right, and then you got to put in the pauses. Here it is. My mama told me something when I was growing up that has forever changed my life. She played the piano at our little church at 3rd and Pine Street for 37 years. 
She tried to teach me to play the piano, <laughs> but I wasn't very good. She would teach me the names of the notes, what a major key is, what a minor key is. She tried to teach me musical theory, but I was just bored. Then, one day, she told me that the best news in the world is found by playing a simple scale on the piano. I had no idea what she meant, so she told me to play an eight-note scale. So I did. I said, how is that good news? And she said I played it incorrectly and that I needed to play it the other way. So I did. Again, I said, how is that good news? And she said I played it the right way, but I needed to add the pauses. The pauses? She said, the pauses. Add them on the first, second, fourth, sixth, seventh, and last note. Now, I was frustrated and said, how can eight notes with random pauses be the best news in the world? Then I got up, walked away, and went outside. Frankly, I didn't care what she was talking about. I didn't like playing the piano anyway. Well, years later, my mama got sick and passed away. As I was thinking about her, I remembered what she told me about the piano. Not only that, I still remember the notes she told me to pause. The first, second, fourth, sixth, seventh, and last note. So I sat down at her piano and played the scale with the pauses. That's when I realized the good news she was talking about. And that's the good news we're talking about right now, isn't it, Dr. King? Where can I find that right away? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to have to send that to you then. Do we have that on our website, Rich? I don't know. We'll, we'll make sure. We'll send that to you. Isn't that beautiful? If you don't, you see, you have to do it right in the first place. And then you got to put the pauses in. We can get so busy. We can rush along. We can forget the pauses, and that's what gives life its meaning. And joy to the world is what we're celebrating right now. Wow. wow. Well, tell us about your book. I'm so excited about it because that's what we need for the 2017 Absolutely America Return to God by Dr. Alveda King. Tell us about well, that. Well, this is so amazing. The Elijah List is publishing that book, and they asked me to come in 2017, uh, right at the beginning of the year, and talk about what is God saying to America for 2017. And what was in my heart, what is in my heart, is America returned to God. The book not only asks us to do that, but it tells us how. It tells us how we got away from God, tells us how to come back to God. It's about serving, loving. It will certainly talk about we have to end abortion and reunite the family in, in God's way and all of that. But there are detailed instructions chapter by chapter. So I believe that if you will pray with us, and it's, we do our very best to all come back to God. Each of us, no matter how close we are, and some are very close to God, we can all be closer and to draw others along with us in love. So I believe we can do that, and it's available through at the ElijahList.com. 
ElijahList.com. Yes. All right. Now, uh, well, anyway, absolutely, absolutely. You know, we can talk about jobs. We can talk about uh, the the economy. We can talk about the military. We can talk about uh, America being great. And that's all wonderful. But the key, the key is America return to God. My goodness. And let's do it together. Oh, well, listen, you know, last Sunday I was in Tony Evans' church in Dallas. Okay. And he preached the most marvelous message on we have choices. God, of course, gives us the umbrella. That's his provision for us. But if we choose not to open it, we're going to get wet. Or stand under it. If, or stand under from it. From Deuteronomy chapter 30. And, and, and that is so true. And when you say America, return to God. Yes. That's the essence, isn't it? Well, we have choices, but God says, you know, choose life. He said, I'll give you, put before you blessings and curses, life and death. And then he says, choose life. <laughs> so it's That's still right. pretty clear that God really is trying to do everything to, to bring us in the right direction. Now, when you uh, accepted the Lord as your Savior in a very personal way, at what point did it start dawning on you that America is turning away from the, the beauty of Innocent human beings in the womb. I didn't realize it early on, Dick, because I had secret abortions and everything in the in the seventies, in the early seventies, yeah. and it was t- it so took, out of your own I blindness, out of your own blindness, out of your own I confusion. Was I was spiritually blind. I was and, stumbling, and I was listening to the wrong voices. But I was born again in '83, and everything became so clear. Well, what you're telling me is that out of the confusion that society sets up and our culture, our culture sets up and everything, um, why you yourself then were caught up saying, this is an inconvenient pregnancy and I've got to take care of myself, so I'm going to do away with it. Man alive, isn't that a testimony? I mean, that really is an example. So when it hit you, because you have given a lot of your life now to telling people that those precious little ones, um, the one thing you don't have to do is do away with the child. For goodness sake, there are other choices that are better than that. And, Dick, we have taught you and I together, even on your radio show, and you've had people call in, and they've received this healing. Rachel's Vineyard, Silent No More Awareness here at Priest for Life, Civil Rights for the Unborn, putting some things in proper perspective. So it, there is there is help and there is hope. There's no better time to receive this kind of truth and love than at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Of course, we proclaim it all year round. We don't we don't reserve it for one time. But I, I want the listeners to remember that there was a mother named Mary with an unexpected pregnancy, and there were many challenges to her birthing that child. But aren't we so glad she did? Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. That is the absolute truth. But tell me this now. Uh, Dear Dr. Elvita King, anyone listening right now that has regret in their own heart, uh, God forgives, and there is forgiveness found in him, isn't there? And you yourself know that. I know. I've been healed, and there are many, many, many other women and men. Rich Dick, the men regret abortion, too. Hmm. It doesn't hurt their bodies, but it still hurts their babies and everything else that affects them. So uh, God is a loving God, and it's time for healing. 
And really, Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. I would suppose that churches should order several copies of your book and put it in their church library. Wow. What a wonderful opportunity for people to order it and send it to their friends and their loved ones. At the ElijahList.com. Please do. At the ElijahList.com. What were you going to say, Rich? Dr. King, tell us about the book also that you wrote called King Rules. Or was it King's Rules? King, K-I-N-G, Rules. King, King, King Rules. Rules is still available as well, and it talked about those beautiful ten rules yes. to make America better, your family better, and you as a person. And it talked about regarding your home, your family, getting a good education, uh, the sanctity of life, the beloved community, finding your your joy, all of those rules, the same, very same principles that I talk about in that holiday video, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and New Year's there. Uh, I even talk about it, certainly, in America, Return to God. Mm -hmm. So that is just an ongoing part of my testimony. You see, this is one thing that I'm really excited about, and I know we don't have too many more minutes left here, but I'm really excited about the fact that, 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 that there is going to be a movement in America where every child have a choice to go to a good school and get a good education because that little first grader that little second grader third grader fourth grader that's the time to open up those little minds and hearts isn't it and get them to dream and get them to know the joy of learning joy to the world yes the lord is come let earth receive her king Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here in the closing moments, in the closing moments, this is going to go really quick. Actually, I think it's 33 seconds, and uh, we'll be right back and listen to this. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings of Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And Dr. Alveda King, that is from us to you, my friend. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. All right, this is Dick Bott with his chapter, The Complete Stories of Public Service, and I'll see you later. 